And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Award, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Well, thank you so very much there, the legendary John Bon Jovial. So happy to be back again for another week of music, mirth, merriment, madness, and all those other M words. And we're so glad to have you, our audience there, listening to us, because without you, there is no us. Here we are, second week of the new year, second week into our ninth year. Oh my gosh, I feel I feel old. I mean, it's been nine, well, eight years already working on nine. Good grief. I think we should play some music. I can, we I can tell you why you feel old. Why is exactly that? why you feel old. You and are. why is it? No, of course you <laughs> and By the way, you left, off, you left off an M. Mayhem. What would the, mayhem. Yes. May, very good. Mayhem. Yes, yes because yes. with this show, mayhem is the key word. That's the operative word there. But we're going to it's go with the word. other. <laughs> we're going to go with the other M word, and that be music. We've got an interesting track here for you from some old friends of ours who have been on the show several times. They've got a new album coming out in March. We'll talk more after we listen to "We'll Fly" by Yo-Yo XNO. <laughs> Oh, 
We'll fly. Yeah, that's Yo-Yo X and O. And uh, two guys who have been on the show uh, several times, they've got a new album coming out in uh, March. And we're seriously going to try to get them to come on the show and talk about the new album. This cut was called, obviously, We'll Fly. The album is Beyond Billboard. Clever play on words because of the music magazine Billboard. And uh, they spell this B-O-R-E-D as in board. So you've got Beyond Billboard. Clever. I like it. And I'm sure the folks at Billboard magazine will like it, too. We'll definitely be looking for the album, but uh, we'll talk to them and see if we can't get them to come on the show and preview the album for you. Yo-Yo X and O. John Bon Jovial, your thoughts? My impression of this song, which, by the way, I do like very much, having just heard it for the first time, is that of somebody strolling down the sidewalk, just kind of cruising but in an enhanced mode. And uh, I don't know if I'm <laughs> off base with that, uh, but I do like it. Uh, it just, it, you know, it's a sunny day, and you're exactly. just walking down the boulevard, and, and you may be, uh, you know, a, a little enhanced due to a natural or artificial means, but, uh, yeah, it, <laughs> that's the impression that I got from it. And I think that it is a very listenable song. I found myself, uh, without even thinking about it, uh, you know, toe-tapping to it. So I think that this is something, if this is representative of the new record, then uh, it's going to go far. Well, when I talked to them about the the tracks to use on the show, uh, they pretty much gave me my own latitude. Pick what tracks you want to use. I wanted a fresh sound, and in listening to the album, This one stuck out in my mind for pretty much the reasons that you've just spelled out. It's friendly, it's lively, but it's not, you know, really hard driving. It's a a sunny day song and uh, like walking down the street. And it's a bit of an earbud, too. It kind of sticks in your head. I like an infectious sound like that. So, yeah, I think that uh, this this is a good track for them. I'm glad they gave me the choice. And uh, the other tracks are good also, but... I thought they were a little, just a little too laid back for the most part. I wanted something that was, you know, nice and upbeat to get the show started. We'll fly, Yo-Yo X and O, watch for the album Beyond Billboard. Right here on the David Bowers Awards, we want to salute our friends at Rochester Free Radio, Steve Litvak's Rock and Roll Rumble Show that follows us on Rochester Free Radio Saturdays at noon, followed by Armin Spins, and of course, our old friend, Jeff Moulton's ABC Oldies Saturday evenings at 8 Eastern Time on WRFZ, Rochester Free Radio in Rochester, New York. And we thank all the gang at Rochester Free Radio for their support and for, of course, carrying the David Bowers Awards. We've got a minute or two before we bring on our first guest, whom you're going to love. It's a guest we talked about. It's a guest that was recommended to us by another guest, and she's going to be joining us shortly. But John Bon Jovial. Just before we do that, tell us how things are going in uh, in La La Land, where you live. In La La Land, a.k.a. the swamp. 
Yeah, here in southwest Florida, uh, you know, the winter is setting in. Uh, it's uh, a, a winter's day and a, a deep and dark January, to paraphrase uh, Simon and Garfunkel. The high temperature today was probably 75, 76 degrees, gentle oh. breeze, low tonight. We'll get into the uh, upper 50s. You know, I'll tell you what, it, it's a really hard task to have to put up with this kind of weather, uh, but I'm up to it. I'm here to take one for the team. I will go outside, and I will spend time outside so people up north don't have to. I don't That's know. That's just what is going on here in, in Naples, Florida, the, the golf course capital of the world. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know about the audience. I don't know if they can stand you saying all these nice things about the weather in Florida. Heck, I don't know. This is really strange. Are you sure you're okay? I mean, I don't want you to do the show if you're not feeling well. You got COVID I tell you, or something? I, I, I do. I, I question my ability to be able to do this show on a day like today. <laughs> As you well know, uh, it's strenuous and, and hard for me to do uh, because, after all, you know, when it's 75 degrees out, you know, that can be a real bear that can be hard on your psyche you can, because, you know, you don't have to go out and shovel the snow. You don't have to put on a parka. And this is a real tough chore, I've got to tell you. I don't know what to say. Oh, I know what the people out there that are up north are saying to me right now. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) I think the best thing for us to say is it's time to meet our first guest, and here she is. Right now, we're going to listen to a tune, and we'll be talking with her in about 2 minutes and 50 seconds. Her name is Nicole Ray, and her tune is Feels Like Yesterday.
feels like yesterday she has been called the eclectic country powerhouse. And since, uh, what, 2012, she's been doing her best to make that name stick. Here she is, ladies and gentlemen. Come on in here, Nicole. Say hello to the people. Hello. Thanks so much for having me. Hey, thank you for joining us. Been looking forward to this. As you know, uh, our friend Susie Corey recommended you to us back in, oh, I don't know, back in the fall when we were talking, putting together our Christmas show. And uh, we were very thankful to you to contribute one of your tunes to our Christmas show. You were the only one on the show that wasn't a prior guest, which I thought was kind of neat. It's something for people to look forward to. And here you are today. Thank you so much. Tell us about first that tune you just did, because that brought back an awful lot of memories to me. And I know it did to our listeners. Feels like yesterday. Well, I'm glad it did. And of course, that was the the sentiment behind the song. Um, I wrote it with some other talented writers and artists, Matt Teed and David Madras, who I actually had only met over Zoom until this year where we finally got to meet in person. But when we had written the song together, we hadn't even met in real life. (laughs) Of course, due to COVID times, that's the way of a lot of writing lately. But yeah, we just kind of sat down on the computer and I I told the guys I really wanted to write something nostalgic about growing up, you know, being a 90s kid and growing up in that era with all the crazy, wacky trends we had, all the weird games and fashion things we had at the time. So yeah, we just kind of sat down and reminisced about the 90s and then just tried to fit in as many references to those fun things as we could. Well, you know, in spite of the references to the 90s and, you know, the the more recent years now, I, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but John Bon Jovial and I are kind of dinosaurs. We've been around for a while. The song fits for us, too. It's, it's a throwback for us because it, it's something that we can all relate to. The overall theme is, is just something, you know, okay, today is today, but we remember this stuff and the way it was. And we're never going to let it go because it does seem like it was just yesterday. So I think it's a, a fantastic song. It's a great song, and I think it's got legs. I think it's something that will last, and we'll be hearing that down the road a little bit, too. For our listeners who aren't familiar with you, I mean, I've done a little background, so I've got a little bit of an up on them. But uh, my co-host, John Bon Jovial, knows nothing because I don't tell him anything about our guests, including their names, <laughs> until they're on the show. He doesn't hear the music until we play it on the show. That way we get a real gut reaction, his first impression, and uh, we like it like that. Tell us a little bit about you. I've been uh, in the music industry for uh, 10 years now. I'm kind of celebrating 10 years since my first single came out. Um, (laughs) But I've always loved music. I was a very musical child. I was always like that kid in school that tried out for all the school musicals and was in the choir and you know, didn't do my homework because I was trying to write songs on the piano. Sure. <laughs> Just kind of always been in me. And um, I ended up going to university for a little while after high school. But then I just decided, you know, I, I was going to do this thing. So I dropped out of school. And luckily, I have a really supportive family. <laughs> and, yeah, as I said, I'm celebrating 10 years this year. So I can't even believe that I've been working on it this long. <laughs> Well, congratulations on that, and I don't blame you. You have every right to celebrate uh, not only the 10 years, but the fact that they have obviously been 10 successful years because you've gotten some great reviews. I know one that I read in Country Thang Daily 
was uh, was very very complimentary of you and your music. And I can say, having listened to some of it now, I agree wholeheartedly. And we feel like uh, this is a nice feeling, really, because as I said, John and I are kind of like uh, dinosaurs. Uh, we're back from the radio and plastic records days. And uh, this actually makes us feel a little younger because the show is now just starting our ninth year. So uh, actually, you've been doing what you're doing longer than we've been doing this show. So, John Bon Jovial, doesn't that make you feel a little bit younger? <laughs> I suppose it does. Uh, you know, the fact that uh, we're into our ninth year now doing this show uh, just kind of boggles the mind because it does seem like about two weeks ago that we just started this thing, and there's so many people that we have spoken with and so much talent, and including our present guest, and uh, it, it's just it feels uh, like yesterday. Yeah, it feels it feels like yesterday. <laughs> Clever. I'm very uh, very pleased with this song that I just heard. I jocked country music for many years, going back to the uh, the, the 70s and 80s, uh, playing records, playing uh, music on cart, no CDs, no digital, no computer screens in front of us. And uh, I cut my teeth on the George Jones and Tammy Wynettes of the world and Linda Ronstadt. And to hear you do what you are doing is such a pleasant departure from some of the so-called nouveau country that is out today, and uh, I love it. I, uh, I was tapping my, my foot to your music and just really enjoying it well thank you high praise well deserved yeah. too and uh, <laughs> i have a, a question for you regarding where you feel that you fit into the spectrum because there are so many genres and subgenres now that it's really hard to define for example in country you've got country music you've got modern country you've got classic country you've got stadium country where do you think you fit into the overall picture of country music? Well, it's crazy now that we have so many subgenres of every genre, but at the same time, I'm so happy that we do because growing up, I listened to kind of everything. Like I was all over the map in terms of what I loved, you know, country, rock, R&B, pop, pretty much everything. And so it's so nice as an artist to kind of have those subgenres to feel like you can fit in a little bit more because I always found it was really hard in the beginning to just define myself as a country artist because I have these other influences. And so I would say my music for sure is on the modern country side. I've done a lot of country pop um, songs and um, actually with my brand new song, I'm kind of trying to enter the world of country rock a little bit more as well. And that's coming out January 21st, I'll tell the audience now they're going to get a sneak preview of it because we're going to close this segment of speaking with you with that track, and we thank you for letting us preview it here on the David Bowers Awards. I like your answer, and it touches upon something that John and I have uh, mused about several times over the, over the course of the eight years we've already done this show, and that is the number of genres and whether there are too many, and we accept the fact, especially having been in radio, we accept the fact that there have to be categories and classifications, but, you know, we, we've kind of wondered and ruminated about the fact of, are there too many? Are we getting too buried with subgenres? But you gave it an interesting perspective. I respect the fact that you as an artist 
like the fact that you have the versatility of multi-genres there. You definitely have a crossover sound that could carry, well, as you said, could carry easily into the pop category, and uh, you could uh, grow easily into a rock country category. So I, I like your answer there, and it's definitely food for thought. It's unusual that we get a guest to come in here and make us think, because that's our job. We're here to make you think. So I thank you for that. Yes, it was, uh, that, that was a uh, pleasant surprise there. Now, I do get the impression from your music, especially feels like yesterday, and you've alluded to it, that your music, in part at least, if not totally, is drawn from personal experience, not necessarily specific experiences, but it's drawn from your life and the ideas and feelings that you've gotten from that. Absolutely. I think that as a listener of music, that's what I love about music is listening to songs and kind of feeling that honesty of somebody opening up about their life or their emotions while they're going through something through song. And I always want that to be the case with my music as well. I, I like to be as honest as possible and, and give the real story of what I'm going through and put that in my music. And, and for me, it's always been really hard to do the opposite. I know a lot of artists can kind of write from a third-party perspective where they're kind of telling somebody else's story. But for me, it's just always come out so much more naturally talking about my life and my stories. And you touched upon something there. You mentioned what is hard about it. What do you think from your own feelings and experience, what is the hardest thing that you have encountered on your road to success as an artist? Not necessarily country artist, but as an artist in general. Oh my gosh. I think it's a <laughs> continual thing that's difficult throughout any artist career. And that is, you know, when you hit those no's, when you get those rejections, when you kind of hit a dead end sometimes, it's not lying down and giving up. I mean, it's not an easy job. And, you know, many of us who work in the creative field can attest to the fact that, you know, it's just not, there's not one straight path. And so you kind of have to figure it out as an artist. And so many times during my career, I've thought, you know, like, oh, this just isn't working. Like, maybe this is a sign I should be giving up. But I think, you know, as an artist, I'm, I'm so determined. So the hardest thing is always just like picking myself back up and, and carrying on on my journey. In other words, you're saying that it's, it's not all bright lights and partying. <laughs> no, which I think a lot of things from the outside perspective, of course. But, you know, it's like any job you got to put in your years to get to where you are. Absolutely. John Bon Jovio, you have something? Yeah, I just want to uh, find out uh, something else about Nicole Ray, and that is when you're not performing, when you're not thinking about your own music, when you're not writing music, who are you listening to? Who, who do you take pleasure from musically out there other than the people in your band? Who's your musical muse? Um. One of my biggest ones, and I think this is probably a popular one for um, <laughs> for country female artists, is, of course, Taylor Swift. Just the writing is amazing. It's so authentic. It comes across so real to me. And just the fact that she's been able to cross genres so well, so successfully, and just 
Herself as an artist and as a businesswoman just blows my mind and is super inspirational for somebody like me. She is. You're right. She's a heck of a businesswoman. I mean, and and musically, you know, she does stuff that is personally not my cup of tea. But then again, I've also heard her, and I cannot cite a particular, you know, song title, but I've heard stuff that when it's just her and her guitar and she sings from the heart, she's really talented. I'm not. I'm not so inspired by some of the overly produced music that she does, but when it's just Taylor Swift accompanied by just herself or maybe one or two other people, you know, it's like, damn, you've got talent, girl. So, yeah, I I, I can yeah, see where you're coming from on that. Yeah, I totally agree. Roots. I feel like some of her later, like more poppy things, were not as much my cup of tea ever, like as much either. But I feel like her. Like, when she was really in the zone of that, like, really honest country pop music, like her Red album, which she just recently um, re-put right. out as Taylor's version, was just my favorite. <laughs> that kind of holds true to most artists. There are very few artists that a listener is going to say, I love everything they do. There are a few. I won't say there aren't any, but there are a few where uh, you're going to say, okay, I want to, I want more of the same. You want, You want to hear something different. You want to... There's some tracks you like, some that you don't like, but I get where you're going with that. And uh, you've got a very good head on your shoulders. I think you are going to be, I think you're going to be very involved in the future. I don't think you're going to have to worry about those signs that you're afraid mean you should maybe go drive an Uber or something. I think you're, I think you're pretty well set right where you are. I do have one other important question that I just have to ask you. Okay. So I, I hope you don't mind yeah. me getting personal. How did you come up with two Y's on your last name? Oh my gosh. This is a funny story. My real last name in real life, which I won't mention for protection of my family, is a really long Polish last name that nobody would ever remember. So when I was studying my career, I knew immediately that I wanted to change my last name to be something else, something easier for people to remember. And so my mom's last name is a version of it. It's a longer last name, but it starts with Ray. And so I thought, perfect. I'll just kind of use the front half of her last name, and that sounds great. And so I started kind of building my, my social media pages and my email for this Nicole Ray, which originally in my mind was just one Y for the spelling. Right. And when I went to create an email, that was already taken, like Nicole.Ray with one Y was already taken. So it's like, oh, I'll put two Ys. That just looks cool at the time. You know, it was like 10 years ago. I was just like, sure, that looks great. And then <laughs> – um, I was working an office job at the time, so I looked up Nicole Ray on the computer just to make sure that wasn't the name of somebody else. And, and nothing came up because, of course, in an office, they have blocks on the, on the Internet. Mm-hmm. And so then I went home one day and looked it up. Nicole Ray with one Y is actually the name of a porn star. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that, Nicole Ray. So I thought with the email that I had already created with the two Ys, I was like, oh, I'll just tack on another Y, and then hopefully we won't get confused with the other one. <laughs> oh, there you go. Wonderful. Uh, thank you for sharing that story with us. And uh, before we let you go, I guess we got about a, oh, maybe a minute or so left here, and we'd like to give all of our guests a chance to – sell themselves tell the folks 
how they can find you online, where they can find your music, and, of course, most importantly, where, where they can buy it. Yes, of course, it's Nicole Ray with those two Ys.com. I'm also Facebook.com slash Nicole Ray Music, at Nicole Ray Music on Instagram, at NRay on Twitter. And, yes, I'm, I'm everywhere. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, wherever you stay. And, of course, um, also available for purchase on iTunes, or if you want a physical copy, you can go to my website store, and I'll, I'll mail that to you. Well, fantastic. Again, thank you so much for joining us. We want to thank Susie Corey for recommending you to the show. She definitely had the right person when she told us, you'll like her. She's a winner, and uh, she was absolutely <laughs> well, right. Thank you so much to Susie. She's a wonderful, wonderful human and a great artist as well. So I'm so appreciative of Susie. She is, and apparently you are too. We are so grateful to you <laughs> for coming on the show. Thank you again. want to remind you, there's a uh, Facebook groups page, The David Bowers Awards. That's there for our guests and, for that matter, anybody in the music industry to post their uh, music news, new releases, tour dates, play dates, whatever you want to share Put it on that page. We'll pick it up from there and spread it around to our other social media pages. So thank you once again, ladies and gentlemen. Her name is Nicole Ray with two Ys. And this is the release coming up January 21st called House of Cards.
House of Cards. Thank you so much, Nicole. The pleasure having you on the show, John Bon Jovi. Oh, what's your wrap up there? Uh, I think we have an up and comer on our hands here. She's really good. Uh, I mean, I'm very impressed. I'm surprised. I didn't know what to expect, but I sure as hell didn't expect that. I'm just blown away by her. She's really good, and I tell you what, these programmers at organizations like iHeartRadio and uh, Beasley Broadcasting that have several country stations in their chains, like, uh, you know, the new country and the stadium country, if they don't pick up on this woman, then they're just a bunch of fools because that's how good I think she is. I agree wholeheartedly. She is a comer. She's a talent, and uh, I think she's going to go far. Right now, we've got another group in John Bon Jovial knowing your proclivity for country that is country and sometimes a little off the wall. You're going to love these guys because right from the name alone, you know that there's something special. They call themselves the Bastard Sons of Johnny Cash, and here they are with California Sky. Guilty in the midday sun Out in Oklahoma where the hard winds blow So I headed out west while I was still young Wow. 
California Sky, those are the bastard sons of Johnny Cash, and here to talk about the band is a, is a guy whose name is simply Mark. Hello, Mark. <laughs> Hi, David. Mark Stewart. Mark, welcome aboard, and I, I can't tell you, I, I'm sure I'm watching John because I'm sure it's going to raise his eyebrows too, I can't tell you how excited we are to have a band that plays country music from deep in the heart of the backwoods of a place called San Diego, California. I mean, that is that is just great. I've got to ask you right up front, where did you get your roots from? You didn't get it from the city of San Diego. No, I didn't, but uh, I got it from my mom, who was a, uh, a cowgirl from the Verde Valley of Arizona, and uh, she listened to that music, and it was always in our house. She always had those old records on, you know, Hank Snow, Hank Thompson, Lefty Frizzell, Hank Williams, and so it just kind of leached in. That's where I heard it. Well, so. it sure worked. Uh, she should be proud of you because you have got a definite country sound. Now, I know that you made your name doing covers of Johnny Cash songs, but you've definitely got a sound of your own, and I have to ask you, you know this is coming, I have to ask you, <laughs> where did you get that name from? Well, I just... It kind of made sense to me since, you know, being from San Diego and knowing nothing about country music but playing country <laughs> music, we were just kind of like bastards, you know, uh, <laughs> making it up on our making it up on our own and just trying to trying to figure it out and um so that's that's where it came from. I was just re- recording a song, you know, on a, my mom's 70s Quasar beatbox one day and it just popped out of my mouth. I just said at the end of recording the first song on the first record, it, I just said, thanks for the bastard sons of Johnny Cash. And I went back a couple of days later, and I listened to the tape, and I was like, what the hell did I just say? And I just thought, well, I guess that's it. And if I knew 20 years later that I still have the name, I probably would have made it something shorter. But uh, it, tends to, it tends to stick out once you hear it. Yeah, and the thing is, once you've made a name using that name, you sure as heck can't go back and change it. Yeah, there's no, there's no going back. Definitely. John Bon Jovial, why don't you jump in here? I know you've got that sly look on your face like you've got something you want to say. <laughs> well, I, I got to say that I, I, I think that Mr. John R. Cash would be very proud to not only use him as his namesake, but also the fact that uh, you are playing this kind of music that I'm pretty sure that Johnny Cash would have loved. You know, I have myself... Uh, an extensive background in um, country radio, going back to uh, my days at uh, WQYK in Tampa, WSUN in Tampa, and uh, KIOQ out in California, where we, you know, it, it's just uh, an absolute wonderful medium 
this type of music, and I'm glad to see you bringing it back. We just had a young lady on a few minutes ago who is more into the new country. I think uh, you might have gotten to hear some of her stuff. I heard her. Really good. Uh, yes, she is she's a powerhouse. Fantastic. Oh yeah, she really is. But to me, when you got music where you can cut the syrup with a knife, it's just, I'm just really happy. I'm in my element. That's the kind of music I love. And what you guys are doing, I think, is just fantastic. Uh, you know, give me George Jones, give me Lefty Brazil, give me Red Sovine and his tear jerkers, and, and Linda Ronstadt, and, 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 yeah, and the love of my really... life, Emmy Lou Harris. I mean, you know, that's. Uh, that's what I can listen to day in, day out, and now I got to include you in that mix because that is oh, just damn. Oh, that's and all you know, I want music for working class folks. Blue, it's blue collar music. Whatever is below blue collar, it's that music of the earth. You know, that's all it is. It's not stadium rock. It's not absolutely posturing. Yeah. It's just uh, raw and uh, and emotional. And uh, you know, we like to call it. Country music for people that don't like country music because they don't get <laughs> well, to, they you. don't get to hear country music usually. You know, I'll tell they you, you, then they go, oh, that's real country music. You're not going to offend too many people that do like country music with your music and sound <laughs> either. And I have yeah. to I have to echo what uh, John Bon Jovial said about uh, John R. Cash uh, being proud of your sound and having used his name for it. Anybody who could do the life that Johnny Cash lived. And do Shel Silverstein music like Boy Named Sue. Yeah, you're darn right he'd be <laughs> proud of it. <laughs> I, I think he oh, would yeah. have a grin from ear to ear. <laughs> well, he was. I was, you know, lucky enough to, uh, I had to get permission to use the name because um, I had gotten the band to the point where, uh, you know, the record company wanted to sign us, a record company out of LA when we were in San Diego because we had uh, we had made like uh, our first record, the first underground record, and um, they were interested in signing us. And they said, well, we're certainly not going to put out a record until you get Johnny Cash's permission. In my naivete, I I wrote a letter and wrapped it around a cassette tape and uh, and sent it off and. Uh, Sure enough, uh, Johnny Cash called me at home, and he said, "Is this Mark?" And I said, "Yeah." And he goes, "This is Johnny Cash." He goes, "I got your, I got your letter <laughs> and your tape." And he goes, "I really love the music, and I love what you you wrote." And he goes, "I want to meet you." He ended up giving me um, backstage passes to come to the House of Blues in Los Angeles to see him when he was on tour. Oh, and I ended up meeting him there. And uh, he ended up, he ended up giving me his blessing. I walked down the hallway backstage and he said, uh, are you my bastard son? And I said, are you damn right? I am. (laughs) And that was that. And uh, about a year later, we were at his house in Tennessee recording for our first record. Fantastic. Amazing story. That's a hell uh, of a story. That's wonderful. I I love it. Your naivete paid off there. Your chutzpah. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I love it. That's it. What are the odds, like, if you write a a letter, you know, wrap it around a cassette tape and send it off to someone that you would, you know, one of the biggest stars in the world that, one, it ever reaches them, and two, that they would even respond to you, which just goes to show what an amazing person John was. Absolutely, and it's giving me the idea. John Bon Jovial, I think maybe we ought to do an air check of the show of, of your part of one of these shows. And we could send it on a disc or digital to John Bon Jovi and see if we can get his approval. We, Mark, I should tell you, when we started this show, we've been waiting since then to get a cease and desist order or something from him. 
And uh, <laughs> so far, it's he's left yet. us alone. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, it's a great sound you got. Now, have you been doing any touring? Do you plan on doing some touring, getting around and, and uh, playing your tunes out in public? Yeah, well, we, you know, we were on lockdown the last couple of years. The second half of last year, we went out and we did about four months of touring. Right now, I've been living in uh, Texas, and I'm in New Braunfels, Texas. I've been here for about 15 years. So we're playing shows here. And then in February, starting in February, we're going to be, uh, you know, going out on tours. we got tours um, in the Midwest to the West Coast. So we're crossing our fingers and both our toes and hoping that the venues stay open and things kind of muddle along and people are still able to come to the to the clubs and we can still go out and play because we, we really want to. We want to go out and play for people and they want to hear live music. But, you know, we also want to be as safe and as humanly possible. So Sure, you know. I don't know if we could handle another two years of lockdown or not, even if it's the right thing to do. I don't <laughs> – they don't pay it as much attention as in other states, but I, I know that it's a real thing, and you can get it, and it's very dangerous. I know. I had it myself, and I had uh, – well, I had more than one trip back to the uh, the spa they call the hospital and had to spend time there. And as a matter of fact, I dragged around an oxygen tank for eight months, but uh, managed, well, yeah. managed to put right. that behind us for now. And uh, you're mentioning uh, you're mentioning Texas and Pernalis. I'd never heard of that until what we fondly refer to as our house band, Titty Bingo, uh, mentioned it to us in an interview. <laughs> we were talking with them on the show here, and uh, we've known them for years. They provided our theme music for us, which is why we call them our house band. But uh, if you're uh, run around Texas and you ever run into Titty Bingo, be sure and give them our love because they're a great bunch of guys. They uh, they do a lot of backing for artists, including Willie. They've been really good to us. We really enjoy them, and I know you will, too, because of your your love of the music and the soul of the music. If you ever get out Arizona way, I'm in the uh, Tempe area of Phoenix, and uh, John Bon Jovial is down on the other coast in Naples, Florida. So if you ever get down Naples, Fort Myers way, he's down there. We'd love to hear from you. We usually come to Arizona at least once a year. You know, we come through like Tucson and Flagstaff and Phoenix and Cape Creek. Yeah, we definitely love to get a chance to hear you in person, get to meet you and uh, sit down and chat for a while if we could. Uh, definitely. Of course, that'd be great. That would be. What have you got uh, recording wise? I know we've got another track coming up here. Uh, no honky tonks. Have you got new music in the making? I've just written during the pandemic. I wrote another one, so I'll probably be getting ready to record that. So we'll figure out exactly because this year actually is our 25th anniversary. So we were thinking of um, re-releasing our very first record on vinyl and going out and touring behind that this year. And we'll just figure out what happens. You know, some some venues and some cities and markets are open for music and some are closed. Yeah. So right now it's sort of a book a show and dot, dot, dot. Yeah, and uh, I salute you, congratulate you from all of us here at the David Bowers Awards on your silver anniversary. 25 years at it is, uh, well, that's a success. You last that long, you are definitely a success. <laughs> One quick question before we run out of time here. I know you, uh, you made your name doing cover copies of Johnny Cash songs. Out of all the Johnny Cash covers that you have done, what would you say is your most requested, the most popular one by the audience you played for? 
Ring of Fire. Yeah, well, that's not surprising. You bring along your trumpets for that? Uh, not always. Not always. We don't always have trumpets, though. But uh, we were playing in Iowa um, in Des Moines one time, and Johnny Cash's son was playing down the street. And, you know, everybody was, like, asking, do you think he's going to show up at the show tonight? And I said to the guys on stage, I go, I'll bet you 20 bucks within five minutes he walks through the front door. And he walked through the front door and straight up on stage, and we just blasted it out for two hours straight after that, and we had the trumpet. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> oh, some great stories. I bet you've got more you could tell if we had more time. But before we run out of the time we do have, I want to, like all of our guests, I want to give you a chance to tell the folks how they can find you online, how they can follow you, get in touch with you, and, again, most important, actually buy your music. All the usual platforms, iTunes, just type in Bastard Sons of Johnny Cash, and that will take you to us, Bastard Sons of Johnny Cash Music. We're on Facebook. We're not on Instagram. Find us on Facebook, and you can find us on iTunes or Amazon. That's probably the best way. And, of course, come to the show and get the music there because then we use that money to make more music. Absolutely. You let us know where you're playing. We'll get the word out. And I tell everybody, one of our many social media pages is on Facebook. There's a The David Bowers Awards groups page, a music groups page. And that's there for the purpose of our guests and anybody in the music industry to share your news, notes, new music, play dates, tours, whatever you want to share with the people. And you just post it there on the Facebook groups page. And we will pick it up and share it with the rest of our pages and contacts. So feel free to use that for your benefit. That's what it's there for. Appreciate it. Fantastic. And we appreciate you coming and sharing time and your stories with us. It's been a blast. And I do hope we can count on you coming back again in the future, Mark. Absolutely. I hope look forward to meeting both of you guys in person. Be our pleasure. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Mark with the Bastard Sons of Johnny Cash. And here they are with No Honky Talks. Up and dance and cross the 
Ain't no honky-tonks in this town. The bastard sons of Johnny Cash, and I have to laugh every time I say that. John Bon Jovial, you and I were both in the radio business way back when uh, they wouldn't have allowed us to say that on the air, remember? They would have frowned on that, yeah, big time. And I can remember being shocked back around, what was it, 1975 or 1976 when Elton John came out with The Bitches Back. Yes. And yes. Did they just see bitch on the radio? Oh my gosh! Yeah. And, I know. Uh, I was at a rock station and we played it, and uh, it, I remember I laughed with the program director of how times have changed because heck, uh, never would have said that on the on the radio years before that. You know, it's uh, it's no, funny no, how time changes things, and not always and, for and the better. And by today's but standards, it's, uh, it's very mild. Yeah, yeah very mild. Really, yeah. which is kind of scary yeah. in itself. But hey, we think the bastard sons of Johnny Cash for coming by and sharing some uh, real country music with us. We thank Nicole Ray for coming by and sharing her hard-hitting style. And I think that uh, the bastard sons of Johnny Cash have already proved themselves. And I think Nicole Ray is in the process of doing that too. You're going to hear a lot more from her. John Bon Jovial, I think it's also time for you to take us home. Yes, sir. I think it is high time we got our tails out of here. Folks, you did it again. You spent another perfectly good hour with us here at the David Bowers Awards. And every week we are grateful for your presence, and this week is absolutely no exception. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and, of course, from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona. And we are available for free on most of the major streaming services. You can help the David Bowers Awards support indie artists and music by clicking the link at the end of this episode on Anchor FM and making a donation. We would really be grateful if you would consider doing that. Click the follow on the David Bowers Awards blog talk radio page or wherever you listen to music podcasts. And be sure to join us next week for the David Bowers Awards Saturday at 12 p.m. on WRFZ-FM. That's 106.3 on your radio dial in Rochester, New York. Not Minnesota, but Rochester, New York. That's uh, Rochester Free Radio, and that's at noon Eastern. And you can also find us on Blog Talk Radio Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern and 1 a.m. Pacific. 1 a.m. Pacific? 11 a.m. Pacific, if I could just read this thing properly. (laughs) And uh, 7 p.m. UTC. So until next week, for the David Bowers and, uh, of course, all the rejects here at the Radio Ranchero. I am definitely the stumbling, legendary John Bon Jovial saying, be good to each other, wash your hands, get that booster shot if you can, and we'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.